The Everyday Style School podcast is brought to you by our collection of capsule guides and style masterclasses. Maybe you're struggling with creating a style that really feels like you, or maybe you're overwhelmed by your overstuffed closet, or maybe you just want an easy, done-for-you wardrobe plan. Whatever you need, we've got a solution for you. Head over to youreverydaystyle.com and use code PODCAST at checkout to take 20% off of your next purchase. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T at youreverydaystyle.com. Hello, gorgeous. You're listening to the Everyday Style School podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Mary, and I've been dressing real women just like you for over 20 years. Now I'm on a mission to teach women around the world how to create easy, effortless style without confusion and overwhelm. If you're ready to create a wardrobe you love and feel confident every day so you can live the life you want, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, beautiful. Welcome back to another episode of the Everyday Style School podcast, the show that teaches you everything your mom never did about getting dressed. If you are in the United States, I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving full of food and friends and family. If you are outside of the United States, I hope you had a wonderful Thursday. Thanksgiving, at least for us in the United States, really kicks off the holiday season and all the shopping craziness. And while I'm not doing a gift guide episode this year, I want to take this opportunity to remind you that I am not a fan of giving clothes as gifts. Most people are not good at choosing things other people will actually wear. And over the years, I saw hundreds of well-intentioned gifts just sitting unworn in closets. So unless someone has asked for something very, very specific, it's better just to skip the clothes. This is a case where a gift card is actually more thoughtful. So if you want to give clothes, go that route. Now, I know a lot of you are going to ignore this advice and you're going to give clothes. So if you're going to do that anyway, make sure to give with a gift receipt and without expectation that the closing question will ever be worn. The point of gift giving is to make the recipient happy, not ourselves as the giver. You can head to the show notes for this episode for links to past episodes we've done on holiday gifts to learn more about my clothing gift giving issues and also to get some better ideas for gift ideas. All right. Today, we are talking about some woefully neglected pieces in a lot of women's wardrobes, and that is your basics. One question I've been asked a lot over the years is what I think of Stitch Fix. And I shared my thoughts in an episode last year, which we'll link to in the show notes. But here's a quick recap. The biggest pro of Stitch Fix is that it can give you fresh eyes on your style and your wardrobe and kind of push you out of a style rut by giving you pieces that you wouldn't have picked for yourself. That is what's great about Stitch Fix. The cons are first, Stitch Fix is really the opposite of how I teach women to build wardrobes. I encourage women to shop less often, but buy more at one time. You have a better chance of ending up with things that actually work together and you spend less money that way rather than getting a few pieces more often. The Stitch Fix way is kind of a slow drip approach to wardrobe building that doesn't always solve a lot of style challenges. My bigger issue though with Stitch Fix is related to today's topic. And that is that a lot of women aren't 
able to wear those fun, unique things that Stitch Fix sends because they don't have the right pieces to wear with them. They don't have the supporting players in their wardrobes that work with absolutely everything, aka great basics. When we put our capsule wardrobe guides together, we start with the basics. We start with the kind of boring building block pieces, and then we add the fun stuff, the colors, the patterns, the trending silhouettes. If we started with the fun stuff and then added in the basics, we'd end up with way more pieces and way fewer outfit combinations. These pieces are also the reason that women buy less and less over time. The longer they do the capsule guides, their basics game gets a lot better. So all they have to do each season is pepper in a few of those seasonal current items to make their whole wardrobe look fresh. Basics are the secret to any mix and match cohesive, easy wardrobe, whether it's our capsule wardrobe guides or anything you put together on your own. Basics is where you need to start. Speaking of the capsule guides, you know, I got to do it. Our winter guide, if you are listening to this when it is released, is coming out next week. It is so pretty and fun. And if you're tired of all the warm neutrals we've been seeing lately, I think you're going to love this one. Plus, we've got some amazing bonuses this season. It's crazy. This is the highest value capsule guide we've ever done. And at some point, I'm going to have to stop saying that because I don't know what else we could add at this point. But this one is so good. Head over to the website. You can check it out. It's coming out December 8th. So if you are listening to this before then, just get on the list and we'll let you know when it's ready. All right, let's get back to basics. First of all, let's really define what basics are are. There's a lot of confusion out there and a lot of just different opinions on what constitutes a basic. Often when you Google wardrobe basics, you end up with a list of wardrobe must-haves or a list of wardrobe essentials. If you've been following me for any length of time, you know that I am not a fan of generic must-have lists. You're always going to find things like a classic white button-down shirt on those lists. I have lived over 20 years without a classic white button-down shirt, and I seem to have survived pretty okay without it. In my experience, most women struggle to find a white button-down that fits properly or, you know, it just isn't their style, whatever. That seems to be one of those pieces that looks great on paper, like, boy, that's super versatile, but it's not necessarily a must-have for a lot of women. So for reasons like that, I don't consider basics to be the items on those generic must-have lists. I don't necessarily consider wardrobe essentials to be basics either. There's actually a distinction here, and it's kind of an SAT question situation. Like, all basics are essential, but not all essentials are basic. We're going to get into that whole thing later and define the difference. But for now, here's my definition of what basics are. And I found this in an article from Refinery29, which I will link to in the show notes. Ironically, the piece in general is not about what I consider basics at all, but there's some really good stuff in there as far as like defining basics goes. The article starts out and I quote, we know the hallmarks of a basic when we see them. They're usually white or black. They're simple and unobtrusive. And in most cases, they can be totally predictable, end quote. Yes to almost all of that except I would change black and white to neutrals. 
I actually know people who don't own any black in their wardrobes at all. They're like my style heroes, but just again, showing you that basics aren't just absolutely universal to everyone. The article goes on to say, it's not just a neutral, safe silhouette that's bound to complement everything, although we do appreciate that quality in our clothes. Here's where I would argue a little bit. Maybe it's not just a neutral, safe silhouette, but that's where every woman should start when building a great wardrobe. If you don't have those neutral, safe silhouettes that complement everything, your wardrobe probably isn't as efficient as it could be. And before you go breaking out of the basics box and redefining the term basic, you should really start there. So here's my definition. Simple, unobtrusive, totally predictable pieces in neutral and safe colors and silhouettes that complement everything. I would like to thank Refinery29 for giving me the words, even though I twisted them from their original intent about that not being what basics are, but that really is. Here's what I want to point out, though. This episode is not about the importance of basics because you're probably thinking, well, I have all of those things. I have totally predictable, unobtrusive, neutral, safe colors and silhouettes. So why isn't my wardrobe coming together? I'll tell you, because this episode is about the importance of great basics. In order for a basic to be great, it needs to be all of those things. Simple, unobtrusive, complements everything, but it also needs to complement you, fit you well, and be in good shape. Most everyone has plain dark jeans, but a lot of women don't have plain dark jeans that fit well, aren't saggy, and haven't faded and gotten sad looking. That's the difference. So today's episode is for those women who need to fill in the basics gaps in their wardrobes and for those women who need to upgrade their basics. This is important for a couple of reasons, and it has to do with form and function, Form is about how things look. Function is about how things work. Basics in general are about function. I used to see a lot of what I called log jam wardrobes, where my client had a ton of clothes, but she couldn't wear a lot of them. Those poor clothes were just stuck in there and they needed a way to be able to get out of the closet and be able to be worn. I remember a client I worked with who had probably 30 cardigans that she couldn't wear because she didn't have anything to wear under them. A simple, plain, good-fitting tee with a basic neckline freed all the cardigans. It cleared the cardigan logjam. This is what I call the stitch fix issue. The more interesting the piece, the less likely most women are to have something to go with it. And if you're missing those basics that go with everything, as much as you love it, it's going to sit in your closet. So basics, again, are just about function, about making your wardrobe as efficient as possible and clearing those log jams. Great basics, on the other hand, are about form the way your wardrobe looks. I've mentioned before that the more simple the piece, the better fit and condition it needs to have. Condition and quality come through loud and clear in your basics. This is one reason jeans and a white tee can look like a million bucks on somebody and jeans and a white tee looks kind of dumpy and frumpy on somebody else. Fit and condition matter. They matter 
so much in your basics. Let's say Stitch Fix sends you a jacket that you love. It's really unique. Maybe it's pushing the style envelope for you a little bit and you cannot wait to wear it. You pair it with jeans and a tee and suddenly the jacket doesn't look so great anymore. Something's just off about it and you probably decide that the jacket isn't for you. But in reality, it could just be that your basics weren't great. Great basics elevate things. Bad basics bring them down. So if you have a closet that has those fun, stylish, standout pieces, but they always feel off for some reason, or you find you can't really wear them, check your basics, check the quality, check the fit, and upgrade if you need to, and then reevaluate. It might be just what those pieces needed. Given how much these simple, unobtrusive items do in wardrobes, as a one-on-one stylist, I was always surprised to see how many women didn't have great basics or enough basics at all. I put more basic items on shopping lists for clients than I ever did fun standout things. Those things they had, women are actually pretty good at buying cute clothes for themselves. And I think there are a couple of reasons that women don't have great basics. First, I don't think we really understand the impact great basics have on our wardrobes. We kind of think a tee is a tee, jeans are jeans, and we also think that one piece doesn't necessarily have a big impact on the way another piece looks. I talked about this in our recent episode about how to look put together. The fit and condition of simple things is just so, so important. And once you see what a huge difference it makes to your overall wardrobe and your overall style, you can't unsee it. I think the other reason women don't have these wardrobe building blocks has to do with how we shop. Most women shop recreationally or at least unintentionally. Recreational shopping is what happens when you shop for fun. You're out with your friends. Oh, I'm going to do a little browsing. We'll grab lunch. It's so fun. Ha ha. Unintentional shopping, on the other hand, happens when you shop without a plan. This is, oh, I'm in Target. Let's just go see what they have. Oh, I'm just walking around. I'm just browsing, that kind of thing. Both scenarios are gathering approaches, and we collect things that will have an instant visual impact on our style. Nobody goes just browsing and comes back with a pair of black pants that fit like a million bucks and go with everything and frankly cost more than you probably wanted to spend, right? It's like, oh, this is a cute sweater I can wear out. Oh, I love this dress. This is so fun. Those items, like those black pants, like the perfect shell, items like that are acquired through hunting, not gathering. Gathering creates the wardrobe log jams that I was talking about. Hunting clears them. So if your wardrobe building approach doesn't include any hunting time, it's all just gathering, that may be why you don't have great basics or enough basics in your wardrobe at all. The last reason women don't have great basics is that it's not fun to spend money on things you don't think have a big impact on your style, even though by now you know they're super important and they make getting dressed a lot easier. There are a couple of schools of thought on how much you should spend on basics. There are those who say you should invest a lot in great basics, like spend as much as you possibly can because you're going to have those pieces forever and you're going to wear them a lot. Others say that you shouldn't spend a lot because you are going to wear them quite often and you'll want to replace them often. 
I'm not really in either camp. In my opinion, regardless of whether an item is a basic or not, I encourage you to stick to my wardrobe budgeting philosophy, which if you don't know by now, is to splurge on underwear and outerwear, spend on the bottom, save on the top. There's really no reason to invest a lot in basic white t-shirts. They will need to be replaced more often. Expensive tees stain just as easily as inexpensive ones. Bottoms, on the other hand, they always show quality more than tops. So you should spend a little bit more there and you're more likely to want to keep those bottoms longer. I know by now you're probably hoping for a list of what basics you need. If I put white t-shirts on a, on a list of basics everyone needs, I'm going to hear from the people who never wear white because it's not their color. If I say you need a pencil skirt, there's going to be those who say they never wear skirts or pencil skirts aren't the best silhouette for them. So instead, I want you to focus on categories of your wardrobe, not specific pieces. Your basics should be shapes and colors that you like best on you in silhouettes that make sense for your lifestyle. For example, instead of saying you need a classic white shirt and a black blazer, I would say you need layers, base layers and top layers. Base layers are those things that you can put under the cardigan that, that don't have a saggy neckline, that don't have a competing neckline. That's what a base layer is. Top layers are your cardigans, your blazers, things that you can throw over other things. Maybe your wardrobe is really casual and you need great white tees instead of a white blouse. Or maybe you like to look a little bit more refined and ivory is a better color on you. So a woven ivory shell is a basic for your wardrobe. Maybe a navy blazer would be a great layer in your wardrobe or a black cardigan instead of a, a black blazer. Again, your basics should be shapes and colors you like best on you. So if it's a straight skirt versus a pencil skirt versus an A-line in silhouettes that make sense for your lifestyle. If you don't ever need a blazer, a blazer's not a basic for you. If that's if a layer is a, a cardigan, if that's a better layer, then that's part of your basics. Think about your wardrobe and go through the wardrobe categories like tops, bottoms, dresses, and accessories, and think through what pieces and in what colors would make it super easy to get dressed. Think about your tops. Again, your base layers, your top layers, and your standalone pieces like sweaters. Consider bottoms like skirts, pants, shorts, and jeans. Think about dresses for each season and shoes for each area of your life, whether it's work or running errands or anything in between. One thing I want to caution you about, though, is that when you're thinking through these things, it's easy to think, oh, I couldn't live without that floral dress that I love so much. I wear it all the time. So it must be a wardrobe basic. Or you think about that really fabulous pair of standout shoes and you put those on your wardrobe basics list because you just love them so much. Remember the definition of basics. They're not the standouts. They're the simple unobtrusive pieces that work with just about anything. The magic of basics is that they make other things look great, not that they steal the show on their own. When you're talking about things in your wardrobe that you love, things that you couldn't live without, whether it's those statement shoes or that great dress, when we're talking about things that bring your personal style to life, that's when we're talking about wardrobe essentials. We have a list of 100 wardrobe essentials that you can download. The link is in the show notes. And on it are things like a statement skirt and a special occasion dress, 
Those are not basics. They're not going to go with everything and maximize the versatility of your wardrobe. They're meant to bring your style to life. There are definitely some basics on there too, but the whole list is simply meant to spark ideas about what you need to put in your closet to create a fabulous functional wardrobe for yourself. It's not meant to be a 100 item shopping list of every piece every woman needs. It's one of those things that you can just cross it out like, nope, I will never wear a statement skirt. Just get rid of it. It's just to spark some ideas. So like I said earlier, while some basics might be essentials and some of your essentials might even be basics, there is a difference. And I think that that's where the majority of these internet must have lists go wrong. The last thing I want to talk about is how much of your wardrobe should be made up of basics. And I don't really think there's like an exact mathematical formula. You sort of have to find the right balance for you. Here's what I can tell you though. When your wardrobe is full of nothing but basics, it can be a little bit dull. I know we've talked on this show before about women who like simple pieces, but then struggle because they're not feeling overly stylish. My answer, as always, to those women is to look for beyond basics instead. If you have not heard me talk about this on the show, Beyond Basics are my secret to making a really simple style look actually stylish or feel stylish. Beyond Basics are what I call basic silhouettes that have a little something, something extra like detail or pattern or texture. For example, right now, waffle knit is a really big trend. So instead of just a plain old basic tee, a tee in a waffle knit fabric would be a beyond basic. The other side of the basics coin is women who have no basics or very few basics in their wardrobe. The more standout your wardrobe is, the more statement pieces, unique things you have, the less you have to wear. The fewer basics you have, the more clothes you need in your wardrobe for it to be functional. For example, you might have to have 10 pairs of black pants because one can only be worn with this style of shoe, while another one has a texture that doesn't always work with everything else. And another has a really high paper bag waist, right? Like you have to pick the perfect black pant to go with everything. And there is nothing wrong with having interesting clothes. I highly encourage it. But just keep in mind that basics, just those plain, simple, unobtrusive pieces are a really important part of every wardrobe, especially if you want that mix and match, cohesive, well-edited, let's say, not overflowing closet. All right, that's all I've got for you today. I hope this episode encouraged you to think about the basics in your own wardrobe, whether you're missing some or yours could use a little bit of an upgrade. These items are money well spent in your wardrobe, so don't neglect them. In our next episode, we're going to be talking about trends for winter 2021. I know these episodes are always some of your favorites and they're some of mine to do, so I am really looking forward to that. Hope you are too. Finally, don't forget the winter capsule with all of its basics and trendy standout pieces is coming out next week. You can head to the show notes on the website for more details. While you're there, don't forget to download the 100 wardrobe essentials checklist. Remember, this is not a shopping list. It is meant to spark ideas. It's going to help you identify some wardrobe holes in both the basics department and spark some ideas on what you could add to make your wardrobe feel more personal. All right, have a super stylish week and I will see you next time. Hey friend, thanks for listening to the show. 
Don't forget to head over to the website for any links, downloads, or resources we talked about during the episode. Go to youreverydaystyle.com slash podcast and find the episode you're looking for. While you're there, make sure you sign up for our email list. You'll get a weekly style tip as well as links to my favorite product of the week to help make style even easier. It's an email you'll actually look forward to getting, so don't miss out. We'll see you next time. And until then, stay stylish.